what made me just do a turning point, it wasn't the breakup. It was the thing of, I can't let you control me with your money. There we go. I want my own money. Because I'm noticing that, yeah, I'm getting the final thing, but it's like, you don't want me to do nothing. And I don't want to just stay in the house. I don't want to just stay on the corner with you. I don't want to help you cut the dope up and all that stuff. Just, see, I learned out. Yeah. So it was the thing of me wanting to have my money so that I would know how to write out a check, write a money orders and things of that nature. Kawanda D. McGoy Brim, simply known as Diamond P, was born and raised in the streets of Atlanta, Georgia, just as Atlanta was transforming into one of the most recognizable hubs in the world of entertainment. As an entrepreneur, radio personality, actress, philanthropist, mother, wife, motivational speaker, and humanitarian, Diamond P was destined to make her own way. As a student who was always highly motivated, she made the questionable decision to drop out of high school to live a life of fast money with a drug dealer boyfriend. After waking up one day, she decided she wanted to make her own money, as you heard in the previous clip, so she went back to school to get her GED. But that's not where she stopped. Diamond P went on to get four more degrees that led her to a career of activism. Learn more about Diamond P after these messages. Turn it up a little louder. Put yourself, put yourself on. What does that mean? The Hustler's How-To Guide to Self-Made Success. Hey, turn this up, fam. Turn up right now. Free smoke, free smoke, hey, free smoke, free smoke. The bobbypan.com, that's cool. Thank you. Got a turn though, on my wrist, girl, I don't dance now. All my money with rich. I don't dance now, I make money move. This is where it's at. What's up, world? It's your girl, Bobby Pin, and we're here with another episode of the Put Yourself On podcast. This time I'm here with TV personality, music artist, multifaceted queen, Diamond P. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Yes, it's an honor to talk to you. Get to know what you got going on. Get all up in your business. <laughs> all up in. I'm an open book. I'm just not easily to be read, but I'm an open book. Whatever you want to know, I'm going to tell you. Nice. Well, first start by telling me how you got your break into this entertainment industry. Oh, Lord. That's kind of like a crazy story. I'm born and raised in Atlanta, Westside Bankhead. And I don't know if you all remember this group called the Hard Boys. They were, you know, the first group, really the hardcore group coming out of Atlanta. And I used to do hooks for them, but I was a little girl. So I wasn't able to go into the um, the clubs and stuff with them. So I started off with just doing hooks. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. They like my attitude because I always had this attitude, this sassiness. So they was like, that's what we like. So I was like, okay, whatever. So they put me in the studio. So with that being said, I honestly didn't think nothing else of it. And then, of course, my brother is in the industry, which is Big Duke of Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. He's in the industry as well. And then it just kind of sort of went from there. And then, you know, I'm basically more of a street person mm-hmm. so a lot kind of know me from the streets but a lot of people know me from big meach and tea the bml thing because they're my uncles so a lot of people know me from that so it's it's kind of like a family thing to totally be all the family ties <laughs> that's what they say but i was like 
I don't know because I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to get to where I need to be, though. But they they say I'm where I need to be, but I don't feel that way. Oh, uh, well, you're humble, and that's a good thing. So talk to me. Like I said, you are the queen of wearing multiple hats. I pride myself on being a slasher, as we call it. So tell me, how do you make this all make sense, honey? You are a model. You're a philanthropist. You have your own TV show. You went to college, sis, and you're a cosmetologist. Like, And this is just still tip of the surface. So how do you make it all make sense? People tell me sometimes that you have to focus on one thing, but you're proof that you don't. It's no limit to what I can do. Whatever I set my mind to, I just do it. I never call myself a model, no disrespect, but I just think that this is just my opinion. If you would have did it a couple of years ago, I would have said, okay, I, you know, do the modeling thing. But I tell people all the time that I'm not a model because they don't represent models like they used to. So I just tell people I'm just photogenic. I just take pictures. I'm, I'm just photo. I'm not a model. I'm just photogenic. But as far as like anything else, it's like I'm one of them types that whatever I set my mind to, I'm going to get it done. So I just kind of balance everything out. But what a lot of people don't understand is, is that when you're in the entertainment industry, all of it is the industry. Because if you look at people like Will Smith and Jada, no disrespect, you look at them, you know, they, Will Smith went from music to television to movies. It's not like it can't be done. It's just all about how it's being created to be done mm-hmm. for you to get. And that's what that is. I love it. So talk to me about how you ventured into acting. As you mentioned already, you had a, a well-established uh, family in the music industry. Um, but you've been able to go off and be featured in Barbershop 3, Saints and Sinners, which is a Tyler Perry show, I believe, The Quad from BET. Talk to me about those opportunities. That's crazy because when I went to the bank the other day, the lady was like, I saw you on Saints and Sinners. And I totally <laughs> forgot that I did Saints and Sinners. But um, it's just, I guess it was just me just being me. And I would always, you know, like joke around, play around and things of that nature. But people would think I was actually playing, but I actually be for real. So when I going off, they be like, you be for real? And I be like, yeah, I'm for real. You think I'm playing? I'm dead serious. Like, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not playing with you. So a lot of people take it as, you need to be on TV. You need to have your own show. So that's kind of sort of how that went. And then the roles that I play are actually roles that I really don't be playing. I be for real. <laughs> fits me so it's like okay cool i can do it i can do it so yeah i love yeah. that fearlessness and we get to learn more about that in uh you have an upcoming memoir yes i have an upcoming book coming out it's the autobiography it's the life of diamond p i'm giving you the good the bad the ugly i'm giving you everything but for right now the book is kind of at a standstill because i'm waiting to go to trial for my son's murder case Mm-hmm. And I have to put that in the book. So because we're at a standstill with the case because of the corona and we don't know like when I'm going to be able to go to court. Right now, the book is actually on a standstill. I can't finish it until I actually go to trial because I want to be able to put that in the book. Okay. So, yes. but that's something we know we can look forward to. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. So I would love if, if you're comfortable. I mean, obviously, I don't want you to give away too much because you want you people to go get the book. But you mentioned you're most known or you were originally known for the street, which I really do think there's a lot of parallel between what happens in the street and what happens in boardrooms. It's just one is kind of 
deemed acceptable and, and another is looked at differently. So can you tell me maybe some of your experiences that have been able to help you in business? Basically just paying attention. You know, a lot of people kind of criticize when, you know, when, when you say you, 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 you were born and raised in the street. I was born and raised Westside Bankhead. That's where I'm from, born home. So I'm never going to forget where I came from because to be totally honest, the streets taught me. And even though I'm a four-time college graduate coming straight from the hood, I'm also going to always keep that street credibility because if I didn't know the knowledge that I knew in the streets, I would be messed up out here, seriously. And as far as like business, the people that I be around, I'm like a sponge. I soak it up. I sit back, I listen, and I observe. And that's why I have like so many people that don't mind doing business with me and talking to me. And I don't mind learning. I'm, I'm, I'm always up to learning. I'm always trying to learn something new every day. I try to be productive every day, even throughout this COVID thing. I just try to stay productive and I read a lot. I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of um, research because I be want to know. Like, I really do. I want to know, like, with the industry, I want to know the business part, the music part. I got that down to the teacher where people ask me, you know, could I teach artist development, which I hate that they took it out of um, the entertainment industry. Yeah. But these artists need it so bad, girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm willing to teach it. You know what I'm saying? If they willing to pay for it, I'm willing to teach it. But I'm more of a, a learner and I'm an observer. I'm a Gemini. So, you know, I got all kind of personalities going on and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. I love that. Talk to me about education. I mean, girl, I got a couple of degrees myself. I don't see me going back to school. For you to say four times. Yes. <laughs> that is literally incredible. I always liked school. Didn't like math. But I always liked school. I was more of an English person. I like to read. I like to spell. I like to, you know, do things of that nature. What happened was I got caught up in the streets. Being with a drug dealer, I ended up, you know, living the best life, I thought. I ended up not going to school, dropping out in the 12th grade, dummy. Um, so once I did that, it was it always bothered me because I had no reason to drop out. It wasn't like I was dumb. It, it was just, I got caught up in the midst of being with a big time dope dealer. He treated me good. I'm riding good. I'm looking good. I'm being exposed to things that I never knew. I didn't know anything about Gucci and Tommy Hill figure and Polo, you know, during that time. Mm -hmm. So um, with that being said, my grandfather ended up getting sick and I promised him that I would go back and get my education. So he ended up giving me $35. And I took that $35 and I went downtown to adult learning center to get my GED. Yes. And they wanted me to take a pretest, but I was like, no, I don't want to take the pretest. I just want to take the test. So I ended up taking the test and passing on the first time, the first go around. They was like, why are you even here? <laughs> I ended up doing that. And then I was like, this is not enough for me. So I was working at Fulton County at the time. And I was like, this is not enough. So I registered myself for school and I, the first degree that I got was um, paralegal for mm -hmm. paralegal studies. And then I went back and got my cosmetology license as a master cosmetologist. And then I went back and was like, at this particular time, I was so in love with criminal justice. Criminal justice was not like it is now. It was something that I really studied. Like I got in the, in the law books. I, you know, read the code. I was into it. So 
I got my degree in criminal justice social science. So, you know, it, it just it just continuously went on from there, management and everything. So once I started, it just felt like I couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I got a degree in criminal justice social science was because I felt like my people didn't know the law. So I felt like me coming from the hood to be able to learn it and be able to help my people, mm-hmm. that's the reason why I went. And I still use it right today. You know, sometimes people be talking to me and I be like, okay. And when it comes down to contracts and stuff, I be like, okay. And then I let them talk. And then when I talk, they be like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. So I'm able to use it in all different aspects. So I, I love it. I love it. I love it too. Where do you think you found the motivation? I feel like we hear this story a lot where, um, you know, we make decisions or people make decisions when they're younger and it's a lot harder to kind of rebound from that. So I guess my first question is what was your turning point? What made you realize like, I really could do this and, and I, and I need to see what I could do if I really tried. And then also what is your motivation to keep going so much? We haven't even gotten to your philanthropic work, the work that you do in the community. You've already done so much and you're still striving. So where do you find that drive? To answer your first question, like I said, I never was a dummy. So I really shouldn't have never stopped going to school. But like I said, I have to be honest. I got caught up. You know what I'm saying? It was looking good. Everything was good. I didn't have to want for nothing. I was being very well taken care of. And that's what it was. But I guess Um, I'm asking, like, was it a breakup or did you see a friend achieve something or like, was there a trigger or it was just something in your mind that kept? What made me just do a turning point, it wasn't the breakup. It was the thing of, I can't let you control me with your money. There we go. I want my own money Mm -hmm. because I'm noticing that, yeah, I'm getting the final things, but it's like, you don't want me to do nothing. And I don't want to just stay in the house. I don't want to just stay on the corner with you. I don't want to help you cut the dope up and all that stuff. See, I learned all that. So it was the thing of me wanting to have my money so that I would know how to write out a check, write money orders and things of that nature. So that's what got me. Once I got to that point, it was no stopping. And what keeps me motivated as of today I would say, honestly, my children and the death of my son. So, yeah, that's that's basically all the motivation I need. And knowing that I've always put in my head that I'm going to succeed to exceed by any means necessary, no matter what somebody says. You don't have to like it. It's okay. It's not your life. It's mine. So I'm going to do what um, I need to do to make sure that I get it done and and get benefited from it. So, yeah. I love that. That independent mindset. The Black woman, man, we we are amazing when it comes to that. (laughs) So, yes, please tell me. You you spoke to it already about why studying law was important to you. Talk to me more about your activism. Right now, I'm focusing on gun violence. I'm very much focused on um, gun violence due to the fact of, you know, what happened to my son and due to the fact that I just I just feel like it's a situation that's potentially being swept up under the rug. And it's like it can't keep being swept up under the rug because for some strange reason, every day we are hearing that somebody that I know or that we know 
is getting killed. And it's like, come on now, we got to do better. We got to do better. So I put my first gun violence awareness project together last year in October. The color for gun violence is orange. So it was very successful. It was myself and Shooter from Love and Hip Hop. Shooter's son and my son are cousins. But these are two different incidents. No, they wasn't, you know, together. So those are two different incidents that happened. But he has hands up, guns down. I have look around, guns down. So I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to make it out of the organization. And I teamed up with Bullets for Life because I want to take this from city to city, state to state, because I have a voice. And I'm going to speak. My voice is like a microphone. It shall be heard. I am going to speak. And I'm going to make sure that I do what I know my son would want me to do and what God would want me to do. Use my voice, use my platform, and that's what I'm going to do. That's amazing, Diamond. I ain't said we're easy now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it's not. To be honest, I'm hesitant to ask this, but I'm pretty sure my listeners would want to know. So as comfortable as you are, if we're not familiar with your story, would you mind updating us on what happened with your son? To be totally honest, I don't have too much of an update myself because I'm from Atlanta. The situation happened in Noonan, Georgia. I'm not even familiar with Noonan. Like, I'm not familiar. I've been told so many different stories to where really I honestly just don't know the truth. I've been speaking with the DA, but as of right now, we're at a standstill because of the COVID. So I'm waiting on information just like you probably waiting on me to give you information. So right now it's just, I just been distancing myself from even talking to people about it because my thing is I've always been the type where you got 20 people trying to tell you a story, but those 20 people wasn't there. Right. So I don't need you to tell me anything because you wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I don't care nothing about what you heard. I can't go off of that. So if I wanted to talk to anybody, I would want to talk to the ones that was there. And unfortunately, I don't know these people. Like, I never met these people. I, I have no reason to go to Noonan. You know what I'm saying? I have no business down there. So I'm actually waiting just like you're waiting. And that's why I said that's another reason why my book is on hold, because this is stuff that I need, but I don't have. Well, I appreciate you sharing that much with us. I'm definitely wishing you justice as you continue this process and, and strength. I'm sure this is very difficult, but I love how you're handling this. I love the energy that I'm having right now um, and the passion behind everything that you do. So please tell me a little bit about your radio show. Yes, um, I've been doing radio for years. Shout out to Moot B or d 4 I have to shout him out because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be on a radio platform. He reached out to me some years ago. He was on B100 Radio, which is Walker Swalker's mom um, station. And he needed a co-host. He was like, I need a pretty co-host and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, but what I'm going to say for four hours? Like, what I'm going to talk about? But when I actually got on there and started getting used to it, people started loving me because I was like, I'm going to talk about it. And it, it allowed me to be me. Once you allow me to be me and not put me in a box, you get the best of me. So it allowed me to be me and it went on from there. So next thing I know, I was co-hosting. I went from co-hosting to people wanting to give me my own show. So now I'm at a place where I have my own show, the um, the Diamond P Experience. 
And the reason why I named it the Diamond P Experience, because when you come on my show, it's always an experience because you don't never know what I'm going to ask. Um, you don't never know what I'm going to do and you never know who I'm going to bring on the show. So it's, it's, it's the experience. And then it's the experience to be interviewed by me. Yeah. So that's what I think is the Diamond P Experience. So, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Where can we listen? Where can we tune in and follow you? So you can always follow me on IG is Real Diamond P. That's D-A-R-E-A-L-D-I-A-M-O-N-D-P. And, you know, you can follow me Foxtrap Radio. That's the name of the station, Foxtrap Radio. It's also radio and cable. You can find us on Channel 54 on cable. So when I go live, I'm live. So what you see is definitely what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I love it, though. My co-host is West Coast Cam. That's the legendary West Coast Cam from, you know, L.A. West Coast. So he's actually my co-host. And we just have fun. We j- I just had Turk and E-Money, Hot Boy Turk from the Hot Boy. Yeah. I just, yeah, we had a good, that's fam right there. So majority of a lot of people that come on my show, we actually, you know what I'm saying? We like family. So we like to have fun and make it do what it do. But I give everybody the opportunity to come, come on the show. If you got anything going on and you want to come on the show, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up and I can tell you how to do it and we'll go from there. Perfect. That sounds good, Diamond. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know right when we started, somebody was already looking for you. <laughs> but I really do appreciate you sharing your experience with me. I'll be sure to tune into your radio show. And then also we're going to keep an eye out for your book. If you're in Atlanta, make sure you look up Diamond P. Support what she got going on, especially these community initiatives. And let's keep lifting up our sisters, all right? Whoever comes to Atlanta, please come on the show. You are more than welcome to come on the show with me. I'm pulling up, sis, okay? Even if we got to do it virtually or whatever. I'm pulling up. Yeah. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time to do this with me. I'll make sure I share the link with Adrian. And I'm about to follow you on Instagram now, too, and just keep supporting what you got going on. Okay, thank you. And you have a blessed and wonderful day. And continue to be safe out there. You too, you too. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you. Hey there. Thanks for listening. If you've made it this far in the podcast, I'm going to take it. You like what you've heard. So go ahead and subscribe now. While you're at it, think about supporting this podcast with a monthly subscription. Head over to anchor.fm slash bobbypin and click the support button to learn more. Thanks so much for your support. <laughs>